0: anchor.fm just like yours truly good morning everybody it's your girl miracle sims and you're listening to god sex and love your daily dose of inspiration the juice it is may 30th twenty twenty. And today's theme and topic is all about what would Jesus do? Friends, I'm telling you, I I couldn't get away from this this morning (laughs) if I wanted to. Um, Long story short, uh, as you guys know, I do a whole process every morning uh, when I get ready to come and do this thing for you all. And in the midst of the process... Here here I go here and what would Jesus do what I'm saying like Lord what you want me to do with that here in these corona times here in these riot times here in these <laughs> crazy times right I was like Lord here we go like I don't know if I wanna do this right but um again um you know I just gotta oh, I'm just opening myself up to say uh what the Lord wants me to say and so here I am friends because again Anytime I thought, try to think otherwise. Uh, one when I got to my um time of meditation and prayer, I put on the Soul Space app, and the theme for that today was We were made to build life into our dying world any way we can. <laughs> and i'm like uh okay okay and i mean even down to the bible verse of the day which i will get into later but yeah so obviously talking about this today uh was meant to be and so hopefully whoever's listening will be encouraged um because yeah that i mean it's a tough one um especially with everything that's going on in the world today but uh you know here, here we are so here we go um so yeah like i said i can't lie and say that this is the easiest topic um you know i i too am convicted by this topic um you know cuz yeah i find myself wondering what can i do as a <laughs> as a christian you know uh, i'm a 5 foot woman <laughs> Then I'm an African-American woman. If you guys look look me up, you'll see on YouTube, I did this whole, like, some years ago, I did this whole video about things that I feel like are against me in this life, and I just was going, so it we went from, like, being a woman to being a black woman and all these different things that I feel like are things that are against me when it comes to, well, I've, at that time, I was talking about dating, but, um, you know, but I also felt like some of those same things were against me when it comes to my quote-unquote career and entertainment and everything like that but that's neither here nor there what i'm saying is <laughs> that um you know yeah as a five-foot woman uh yeah an african-american woman here in the united states uh with everything going on i'm i'm asking myself what can i do uh in these times and so yeah and then as a believer I have to ask myself well what would Jesus do um because I guess that's technically supposed to be what I'm supposed to do uh so (laughs) uh, with that being said it was interesting because um again before I got started um one of the first things I saw this morning was uh Marcus Rogers, and he was answering a question uh (laughs) which is funny to me because well, I don't know y'all I've been told that I find humor in things that uh, maybe people don't find humor in so I found humor in this this morning and I was going to comment accordingly but I didn't because um, I was just like let me stay out of it because maybe it's not a laughing matter but um it was interesting because basically he said that someone was asking him about what well, didn't I guess they're trying to justify the riots that are happening right now and say like oh what well, didn't Jesus flip tables and whatnot. And so when I read just that part, I'm sitting here like, wow, we try to find those loopholes, don't we? Like, (laughs) we will find a loophole, or we will try to. But yeah, so let's, let's look at what would Jesus do, right? Let's, let's look at what we're talking about here. So that's in Matthew 21, 12 through 13. It says that Jesus entered the temple courts and drove out all who were buying and selling there. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the benches of those selling doves. It is written, he said to them, my house will be called a house of prayer, but you are making it a den of robbers. So, I guess those people will try to take those verses there and say, yes, riots are okay because Jesus flipped tables. Uh, <laughs> X, Y, and Z. Um, you know, friends, I, I just... Uh, I guess getting aside from the humor part of that and getting to like the real, um, yeah, like I said, I mean, you know, I, I, I <laughs> with everything that's going on right now, I know, yeah, we are, I, I, I have to, I speak for myself and say, yes, I'm wondering what I can do as a member of the body of Christ. And, um, you know, I don't really see many talking about the solution. Now I, I see a few and I'm not going to say that there's none, there's nobody, but I don't know if there's anybody on the front lines out here doing anything. And so, like I said, I, I too, am convicted because I'm like, well, you know, from what I'm understanding, do I need to go out there with a sign? <laughs> or I know that um I was listening to um Mr. David Lynn yesterday. Yeah, I think it was yesterday. Listening to him and they was doing an interview with some of the um, pastors that are there in Minnesota. And, you know, I know Pastor David encouraged, you know, I guess us as Christians to get out there and uh, proclaim the gospel to people at this time Um, because basically this could be a good uh, time for revival uh, of the people and everything like that and again I'm sitting here wondering like is that a call for me to get out there and do that like (laughs) um you know I, I I haven't talked to my husband about it. Uh, I mean, I, I came up with, well, I don't know, as I was doing this this morning, I was like, well, let me just think of what I can do. And so I, I think I have an idea of something I can do. But, again, yeah, I don't know how my husband would feel if I was to go out there and <laughs> be, like, with a bullhorn and or stand out there with a sign while people are rioting. Um, he's already looking at me funny about working uh, when I talk about that I need to get out and, um do these shows or something that people want to hire me to do them he's like (laughs) already looking at me crazy because i'm talking about that in the corona thing with even though he's been working his whole time but let's not go there um (laughs) but yeah i guess i'll talk to him about it after i get done with this but i don't i I don't know um but maybe there are some that are called to be out there i mean i would say maybe some men folk (laughs) just saying i don't know i mean hey um Maybe some of you are called to be out there on the front lines and proclaiming the gospel with the bullhorn or with signs or whatever you uh, are God's leading you to do, um, and everything like that. But I mean, for those of us that don't know and we're wondering what we can do aside from pray, then uh, here, here I am to hopefully shed some light and hopefully you know share uh, you know what Jesus did. And I guess, uh, I guess in this situation where He was angry. Uh, put it like that because I don't know if this necessarily is a good example of what to do for uh I guess for vengeance or for justice and things like that like I don't know if that's necessarily an example of that but I do I guess think it is an example of what to do when we're angry um or something like that so uh yeah so I guess the thing is if we take a look at what he did Uh, well, the first thing he did, friends, was, uh, cleaned his own house. So, I guess that's the thing, um, when we look at this situation, um, what Marcus Rogers told the person that asked the question was basically like, well, no, because he was cleaning, uh, he was basically knocking over tables in the temple, which is, uh, supposed to be his house, uh. i mean he literally is right here my house will be called a house of prayer so he was in his house cleaning up um like it or not now this may be the pope friends like it or not uh it starts in homes um (laughs) the whole family dynamic i mean i mean let's be honest let's be honest everybody we know that the family dynamic has deteriorated in a lot of ways across the board i'm not just going to talk about the african american community just say let's just say across the world you know it has uh you know deteriorated you know so the family dynamic needs to change you know uh there needs to be the fathers and the mothers there needs to be some direction of the children there needs to be a lot of this going on uh preferably i guess by the biblical standards um but, yeah, I mean, again, this, this this might be hard for some of us or whatever to to. But, I mean, if we're honest about it, we, we know that this has been an ongoing issue. I mean, especially here in the U.S. And especially and unfortunately in my community of the African-American community and things like that. So, I mean, hey, uh, if we start to work on some of that, uh, then maybe we can, uh, I don't know, change the narrative of what's going on, I think it's interesting I was coming across a few posts and everything like that and again this I don't know how y'all all all feel about me at the end of this but I mean I'm just being honest about what I'm seeing and then what I guess I feel like God has told me to share so basically um, yeah I've seen some posts and things in regards to like um, I guess All right, lord okay Uh, basically I've seen some posts in regards to how people feel about I guess, being called N-word and also being called, uh, I guess, thugs and things like that. Um, you know, here's one like, okay, I grew up in the 90s. <laughs> you know what I'm saying I jammed out to some rap music I mean to, to, to a certain extent I guess I still do I mean I, I listen to earned rap versions these days But still you know what I mean I, I know the little songs from back in the day in X, Y, and Z And you know a lot of them riddled the whole N word A lot of them riddled the thug, the thug word I mean y'all Listen come on y'all can't see y'all Went jamming on that uh Hey what was his name oh, Dang it Miami come on y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about, trick daddy, there we go, <laughs> y'all know y'all was jamming at that jam, that, that doggone trick daddy, when he talking about somebody I'm a thug, now y'all was jamming, y'all was jamming, I was jamming too, <laughs> but um, I guess the thing is, I'm sitting here wondering like, how can we be mad when others call us what we've been calling ourselves, uh, for years, I mean, I just, I, I, mm listen I'm just messaging <laughs> or whatever but what I'm saying is like if we want to change these narratives like I I, I, I have wondered um because when I think of you know the people that are pro- have protested in the past you know when I think of Martin Luther King I mean I know there's been a lot of stuff come out about him lately and stuff too you know because people who are I don't know they want to bash the greats or they want to bash like the people that did or I don't know anyway that's all that's all I'm talking that's all Topic. what I'm saying is um yeah I have thought about you know the people in our history that have stood up for us um and I don't know what they would think in this this world uh, to see us the way we are um and I guess right now I'm talking to the African American community um I just I I don't know because there was just so much like I don't know I feel like there was honor and like there's an elegance about that time period and the way that we carried ourselves and everything like that and I mean now it's like not like that at all I just put it like that um so I don't even know like if he was alive how he would even feel um or any of our elders that have made it through and got us to the place that we are um but I don't know friends about all of that. But what I'm saying is like, you know, we should do if we're going to be like Jesus. Uh he cleaned his own house. Um and that's what he did. So, uh then the next thing he did was heal the people. Uh right after he, you know, spoke to the people, um, you know, he started to heal the people. Um I guess at the end of the day, friends, that's the whole message that we need to be sharing. Like, everyone needs Jesus. You know, Jesus is the one that saves. Um, and so, yeah, the gospel needs to be preached. Um, you know, it's, it's, and at the end of the day, I guess, you know, we need to just know that vengeance is mine, say the Lord. Um,. <laughs> I, I can't lie to y'all. Again, I cannot lie to you guys. I, I, I totally understand this whole concept is hard to think about. It's, you know, uh, it's kind of hard to think beyond our own country versus uh, or even our own neighborhoods. You know, we can't sit here and it's hard to think about the world. i put it like that. Um, and then, yeah, I, and I know it's out there about the whole concept of like, well, what would we do if it was our child or our are properties that are being rioted or or and you know or looted just all these things right like I guess when you put yourself into the shoes of the people or whatever um yeah it's hard to think beyond that and I can't sit here and, and say that I know exactly what I would do if you know my son was in the midst of any this now yes he's one years old <laughs> right now, but what I'm saying is like you know if I was in the position of any of these people that have lost loved ones or you know um yeah i I don't know what I would do, um because of course, I'm not in the position, so I don't know exactly what I would do, um however, I do feel like as a Christian, I guess I'm just looking at this entire thing a lot different than I made other people. Um, I know I'm not alone, so I mean, at least that, at least I have that, but um, still, I, I totally understand that this concept is is probably not the easiest thing to comprehend, and it's not the easiest thing to to share, um, so this whole Great Commission of sharing the gospel in a time like this, I understand that it. it may be hard and difficult, but hey, here I am, friends, sharing it with you all, and I hope that I encourage you to share it with others as well, uh it's needed i mean we can see across the world and i mean if we just just focus in on the u.s right now we can see across our country that this is needed and in a a way we have to think about like if everyone had the mindset to do what the bible says and and live the way the bible uh says that we should live then i mean maybe these things wouldn't be happening and to be honest like uh You know, the word says we reap what we sow. And so, um, I guess to, (laughs) Lord, all right, here we go. I just talked to the African American community. So here's to, uh, I guess, the other communities, um, or particularly the Caucasian community of the U.S. Um, you know, I guess the thing at the end of the day, you know, this, there has been something sown here in the U.S., and that is the seed of racism, um, the seed of, um, uh, you know, everything that took place in, uh, you know, I guess Jim Crow and all of those things. And so, um, I mean, I guess there's a call to understand, uh, this is why people are, are picketing or, um, uh, I don't know about the rioting part, but, at least with the um, protesting this is where it stemmed from because of everything that happened in the past um, so unfortunately these seeds are you know this, these are, this is what's growing from those seeds and I I, I, I mean I, I guess I would understand if anybody was afraid because like when you think back on the horor- uh, horrific things that has been recorded in history of happening to our ancestors like yeah I guess i would be scared too to think like years later this would turn around and happen to me and I think that's probably where some of this this fear and stuff is uh stemmed from but again um I would just say to everybody now just to everybody like whether you white black whatever chinese whatever like if you believe in christ there's just another i guess standard that we should should be um doing and so we need to be uh, again like we've been i've been saying all week like you know unifying as believers in christ and then um I guess, yeah, tackling this stuff head on, cleaning our own home, uh, you know, the whole family dynamic, teaching our families, um, yes, with us to the Lord, and then like how to handle these situations, and then, yeah, uh, healing the people, you know, uh, which which included him t- saying to the people, you know, what it should be, or, you know, and uh, again, standing up for justice and things like that. Um. Well, <laughs> ooh, this already went way longer than any other juice, I think. So let's get into. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, actually, you know what? Let me let me just go ahead and just keep saying. Hold on, let me finish. Um. So yeah. Now here here's the other thing that may be a little bit of um be a little interesting um. So, I know right now we're all, like, seeking change, right? Um, we're all, like, one, not wanting to hear about these things that are happening. Um, especially when it's, like, undeserved and things like that, right? Um, now, I can't say I know anything about every situation. So, I'm just going to leave it like that. Um, I can't sit here and speak on each individual situation that has come out in the media over the past few years and say that this was justified this was not justified that's not I'm not here <laughs> to judge in that aspect um all I'm saying is that you know we all are aware of the things that are happening uh, especially here in the U.S. and the ongoing narrative of you know people being killed without you know people or being you know everything like that so I just put it like that okay so um and so those that are protesting, right, they were like, it's like we're seeking change. And I, I mean, I don't and so I put it like that. So, yeah, seeking change. Right. Um. So here, here's the thing. I think the reason that I look at things the way I do um, is because it's not necessarily it doesn't seem like a surprise to me. Like I, it seems like such a shocking thing for everybody right now, the stuff that's going on. Um, to me, it's not so much, but that's only because of what the word says. Um, so it's not like, and I'm not saying it's justified. I'm not saying like people just randomly, you know, being killed and stuff is, is, is like the best thing to have. I mean, I'm just saying that when you look at the word of God and what it says, it's pretty clear about what's to happen, um, when it comes to, uh, I guess the end of the world and everything like that. So, um, which I'll get into that in a second. But basically, um, yeah, so we're seeking change and everything like that. But I think, I think one thing we need to think about as believers, I'm talking to believers, that it like, who's to say that this isn't the change that we're seeking? I know this, this, this may be another deep thing. So maybe, maybe you guys may not fully understand what I'm talking about. But what I'm saying is, uh, maybe, things just don't look like the way we think it should. Just like if we think back on any time when, when reference to Jesus um, in the Bible and we think about um, like right after in, in this verse of Matthew 21 and everything like that, we if we keep going a little bit beyond uh, verse 13, it starts to talk about the chief priests and the scribes that were seeking to destroy Jesus because they were afraid of him and astonished by his teaching. See, that was the thing is like, this Jesus came and he didn't look or act the way that people thought that he should and so I don't know I guess to to me this morning as I was reflecting on everything I'm like according to the word like these are the things that are to happen yes it's shocking yes it's, it doesn't make it feel good to think about people just dying and everything like that um however at the same time i mean Believers in christ i guess shouldn't be too surprised um about stuff um i think i just say it like that i'll just say it like this friends well one um at the end of the day even with what happened to jesus even with their plots and plans to destroy him god and jesus you know it wins in the end okay so that's one thing to so to to recognize that no matter what is coming against us you know uh jesus is going to win in the end like every knee is going to have to bow every tongue is going to have to confess and you know so i guess that's how you know if you're on the right side of history is when you're on that that, that side like that I mean I, I don't this may be deep so if you guys are ready to go deeper check out 2nd Thessalonians and to read its entirety friends um hopefully that will help you understand some things or help you to understand what I'm saying right now um but I'm just going to read verse 3 or some of verse 3 and it says let no man deceive you by any means for that day shall not come except there come a great falling away first and that man and that man of sin be revealed the son of perdition so i mean even just that verse alone is saying that there's going to be a great falling away um and who's to say now i'm not saying that this is i don't know You know what I'm, saying? I'm not saying that but what i'm saying is who's to say that this isn't the beginning of the falling away i will j- if you are ready to go deeper check out second text and let let that marinate on your heart souls and minds all right um bible verse of today huh. i'm telling y'all i was not gonna get away from this theme and theme it if i wanted to it's ephesians Four and six. And it says, be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Friends, <laughs> thank you so much for listening to God's Sex, and Love. Your daily dose of inspiration. The juice. I pray that you all are able to go forth and have a wonderful, wonderful day. And uh, yeah. I look forward to talking to you all on Monday, if the Lord's will. Bye-bye.